Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So excited you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd first like you to go over and check out other podcasts, High School Hoops, the five-minute basketball coaching podcast, uh, Funnel on Defense. Just finish this one first and then... Uh, pull the car over or stop your run and go over and check the other ones out, download all of them. Um, but, uh, and leave a five-star review. We love that. Uh, but we would like to give a shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um, they, we don't, I, I believe in this. I believe I don't have a lot of sponsors, um, that I talk about and Dr. Dish is one of them. I believe in this machine. It is great. It has helped our team. Um, you mentioned Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you $400 off. That's all. That, that's probably the best compliment I can give is a lot of people approach me about uh, about being me talking about them and being sponsors on here. And Dr. Dish, I believe in them so, so much that um, that's why I do it. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It is what I would have wanted as a young 25-year-old coach. Um, I would have wanted all of these resources and uh you know, maybe it would have helped me uh, win a few more state titles. I don't know. Um, but from someone that's been a nationally ranked coach um, and had nationally ranked teams and won that numerous state titles, um, this thing is everything you need to take your team to the next level. Um, we offer a 14-day free trial because we believe in it so much. Go over and check it out. And let's head off the podcast. All right. Welcome to Coach Unplugged, episode hmm. Ooh. It's like 1300, I think I'm at right now, coach. <laughs> Luckily, we're doing this in an early, we're relatively early morning in Wisconsin. So my wife's asleep. So this is, this is a, actually really, these are really good times for me because I don't have to go out and mow the lawn or, you mm. know, go, go furniture shopping, which is what I was doing yesterday afternoon. Anyway, oh, wow. uh, I know. No, you know what I was doing? I was doing TikToks. I was sitting in a chair doing TikToks. So, really? uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm trying to make my, my, um, my son and his girlfriend laugh, so I was making TikToks, okay. whatever, right. bored. Uh, 
All right, so Coach Robinson, I want you to um, kind of go through your basketball journey and explain it to the to the listeners. Um, kind of explain how you got into this game, where you played, kind of your coaching career, um, and then we'll we'll take it from there. So I'm going to turn it over to you. Sounds good. Well, first of all, Coach Collins, thank you for having me. It's a, it's just an honor to be here and just to have an opportunity to share. Uh, but yeah, so I'm David Robinson. And, um, you know, honestly, I was a, a, a latecomer to the game of basketball. I grew up, I grew up in Baltimore, Maryland. I grew up playing baseball. That was my first love, um, you know, and didn't get introduced to basketball till probably around my high school years, very informally initially. Wow, uh, my that is late. Was, Yes, yes. So um, my uncle played basketball and, you know, he introduced me to the game. Uh, but I was I was all about baseball, a little bit of track, a little bit of football early on. Uh, but really, my introduction to basketball came my junior year of high school. Um, I transferred um, to uh, a, a very small Christian school uh, and there was no more football. There was no more, you know, just some of the sports that I was used to. And so right. I decided you know, I wanted to be involved in athletics and sports. And so I started playing basketball and just fell in love with the game as a junior in high school. And, you know, just, I remember going to the library and getting books and looking at old, old videos and just trying to learn and soak in as much of the game as possible. And so that was my introduction to playing. Uh, when I graduated uh, from high school, bounced around a little bit from, uh, for college and things of that nature, uh, I ended up finishing up at a small D3 school in Northeast Pennsylvania. Uh, it's called uh, Clark Summit University now, but at the time it was called Baptist Bible College. I played for, played about a year and a half, ran out of eligibility and then coached as an assistant for a year for a guy named Coach Mike Shaw. He's no longer a coach there, but just huge mentor in my life. Um, uh, and yeah, and so that was just a, a wonderful experience for me. But I always knew when I was done with high school that I was going to be involved in coaching in, in some way, shape, or form. Uh, one, because I wanted to stay connected to sports, but really, I I had the story. Every sport I played growing up, I always had a good coach. Right. You know, coaches that understood what they were doing, knew the sport, but also cared about kids. And the older I get, the real, the more I realized when talking to people, that's not always common. Yeah. So I, okay. I count myself, I count myself very, very lucky to have had those experiences coming up uh so so early in my career um small christian school that i graduated from they don't even exist anymore but um they gave me the opportunity to coach uh, and so they took a shot on me and you know again it was one of the, it was a rebuild i mean it was just a build to be quite honest but uh it was a rebuild i spent three years there um and we went from like five, maybe five wins in our first year to, um, you know, 16 wins in my last year. Uh, and then uh, after that, I went out to a school called Lakewood Park Christian in uh, Auburn, Indiana, right outside of Fort Wayne. Coached uh, about a year and a half with a friend there on the guy's side and then took over the girls uh, varsity job there. Uh, and spent seven years there doing that. And just a similar situation. Uh, um, had the privilege of coaching the program to the first winning season. We set the school record for wins on the girls' side a couple times. Um, and just, again, just had a great experience. 
uh, left there, went to. Oh, hold on, uh, Coach. So I, I see a progression from you're moving slowly west. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, I'm just sitting here listening. It's like, okay, you started in Maryland and then Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. Now you're now you're Indiana's Midwest, and so now you're in the yes, Midwest. Yes. You're slow. Yes. You're you're moving. You're you're like you're like the pioneers. You're going west. Like, and okay. there you go. Was there a yeah, reason? Yeah. Was there a reason of the movement, or was it just what the openings were? Uh, the the opening. So um, I got out to Indiana because a good friend of mine, a uh, guy by the name of Don Davis, um, we both played for the same college coach. And, uh, and and all of us that played for him, no matter the era that you played, it's as close to, you know, I didn't have the fraternity experience that you get at like major universities and stuff, but it would be, right. I would liken it to as close as a fraternity as it could possibly be without being one, I guess. Okay. Uh, and so um you know, I did a camp for him and he, he just said, Hey, I'd love to get you out here, coach. And I'm single at the time. I don't know what I'm doing after college and stuff like that. So I just packed up and moved. It was one of those things. So like that's what I tell my, I teach seniors in high school. And I say that that's what your twenties are for, man. Just yeah. live on your friend's couch. Who cares? Like, yeah, you don't so. have any responsibilities to figure out what you want to do. Like exactly twenties are four. Like exactly, you know, you you'll scrape by. You'll you'll figure it out. Like mm-hmm. it's not, you know, don't worry about it. Like you know, yeah. but yeah, go ahead, keep going, coach. Yeah, so you know, so um, kind of, you know, on the professional side of things, we're, we're starting to hit the glass ceiling um, at, at Lakewood Park. Um, coaching was still going great, great relationships, love the families and that kind of thing. But just hitting the glass ceiling and just kind of getting a stirring of you know, there's, there's more to, to me than kind of what I'm doing right now. Um, and so I ended up leaving there and going to a school in um, the Akron, Cleveland area of Ohio called uh, Cuyahoga Valley Christian Academy. Um, and uh, again, another Coach Shao guy was the athletic director there. Um, and um, he took notice of some of the things that I was doing. And they had an unfortunate situation with their girls program. Uh, and uh, just numbers were low and maybe morale was down a little bit in some ways. And, and so he reached out to gauge my interest. So I, I went there, um, you know, sidebar, my last few years at Indiana, I also got involved coaching football at one of the local public schools in Fort okay. Wayne. Okay. But anyway, so move over to Ohio, coaching girls varsity basketball there, coaching football there as well. Yeah, football in Ohio is pretty big. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so, um, you know, again, same thing, uh, low numbers, barely, you know, varsity team, no JV or barely having a JV. And so my first year, you know, we're fortunate to also have a good number of freshmen, but, uh, just really started to build the program up. We really had, uh, maybe two or three wins my first year. Uh, by the time we got to my fourth year, you know, we had, We'd won a sectional and got to the area championship game and ended up losing to a team that I think went on to win the state championship or something like that. Uh, but uh, the program experienced tremendous growth, went from just barely having a varsity pro team to varsity JV and freshman team. And I think for girls uh, at, at, at that size school, you know, that, that, that speaks a lot about just kind of the culture we were able to create. Uh, and then, uh, so then from there, get the opportunity to move to Texas, where I'm at now. Uh, so there you go. So I went from Midwest to a little bit. You went, you went back east a little bit from Indiana yeah. to Ohio, a little bit east, but then you went yeah. back west. Like, yeah. okay, so Texas is its own country 
for people that yes. don't know. Yes. Literally. Yes. It, like if you've ever driven east to west in Texas, it's like driving north to south in California. It lasts right. Like yeah, it's yeah. its own country. Like, but anyway, keep going. Yeah, no. So so I I got the opportunity to come down to uh Texas and um you know, was compelled by just some of the work that I was going to be doing at the school. Um, but then also the coaching opportunity to get back on the guy's side. I felt like it was time. When I was in Baltimore, my first job, I was on the guy's side, then kind of sandwiched in the middle. I was coaching young ladies and loved it. There was no no issues there, but I uh, just felt like eh, it's time to get back on the guy's side. So one thing with the girls thing, why do you think, before we jump into the, into the text, uh-huh. why do you think the girls' numbers are down? Because I think it's a national problem with girls' basketball numbers going down. Why do you think that is? Um. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Well, some of it, I think, is just, uh, you know, and I think you're seeing a lot of push in this, just young ladies not getting opportunities to play sports as early on as guys. Um, But also, I, 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 I hate to say it this way, but I do feel like sometimes we as coaches, we, we ruin it for them, you know? Um, my I, I, I think there's a couple of things. First of all, I don't think there's enough ladies coaching ladies, yeah. which is, which is a generational thing. And hopefully that will shift. It's getting better, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a shift. And I think volleyball kills basketball. I think girls volleyball is, it's six girls. You got a libero that always plays. You've got like it's more of a social thing. At least I see that in our state. It it, it volleyball plays at the exact same as basketball. Uh, I think girl like as far as club goes. I you know like mm. club basketball is in the spring. It doesn't conflict with, um, with it doesn't conflict at all with basketball it's high school season. But volleyball, both boys and girls, conflict. It's a winner. It's a winner thing. Um, but well, I just, I don't, I don't know. No, well, well that, now that you say that, there, there are a couple of things that I have noticed. So um, volleyball hasn't hurt me in my stops. And both schools I've been at had um, strong volleyball programs. Um, but I will say this. You know, initially, if you see, you know, the volleyball numbers versus girls soccer and basketball in Indiana, at least where it was, you know, volleyball had more numbers. Uh, and I think some of that, I think you're making some good points. And I think the other thing I would add to that is soccer and basketball versus volleyball and softball, soccer and basketball, are the only two sports there where you've got a clock, the pressure of the clock that's continually winding down. You're in close proximity with the opponent and the mistake response time like there's the transitions are quicker you know if i'm if i play volleyball and i hit it into the net you know we got to roll the ball under the net 
that the, the, the girl that's going to serve has to wait till they point at her. So I have all that time where if I strike out in softball, I got three innings before I'm back up there or, you know, I think I you, it. I think honestly, you just made the best argument ever because I was just talking to a coach a couple of days ago. And it's like, when I coached my son in baseball or in football, I was amazed by the amount of time I had to process between mm-hmm. pitches, between yeah. football plays in basketball. The ball is going to be down, back, down, back, down, yep. back before I have three seconds to think. What are you talking? It's right. like I say, I say, coaching softball or coaching volleyball is like going to the symphony, and coaching basketball is like going to a rock concert. Like yeah. it's yeah. just ding, 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 and the symphony. You have time. It's smooth. It's nice and slow. It's like, um, yeah, I agree, and I think, yeah, and, and there might be a, a twist with that. I think as far as their mentality right. goes, I agree. And then the other. And the other thing I would say is, too, I, I feel like, you know, in my experience, and I'll just speak about my personal experience, um, the guys that I've coached have, you know, tend to be more motivated by the competitiveness and the competition, whereas the young ladies I've coached, they tend to be more motivated by the community and the group. And I think a lot of times coaches try to approach young ladies and make it about, oh, they're disrespecting us, we need to, and you might have one or two of those girls that are like, yeah, let's go, but um a lot of the young ladies are involved in athletics for a lot of different reasons and so you have to find a way to tap into what that is for the group to and then once you do that and once you build those relationships i think all those other things come i think they'll work hard the competitiveness you know i never had any of those issues but i think you got to build that relationship and that community first and so i think sometimes coaches want to skip that step that are coaching girls and i think or girls are coming in to sports new and those things aren't being laid as the foundation, I think. So then they just move on to something else. And I've always said there's like, and this has changed since, since I grew up, but um, there's street cred for a third grade boy on the playground when he's an athlete. I'm not sure the street cred is there for the girl. <laughs> I'm just saying it's, I mean, yeah. there there's positive. It's, it's like ego food. Like if you're a third uh-huh. grade boy and you can, and you're an athlete, there's, there's cred when you're little. Yeah. But the girls, there's not as much, and, and I think that's changing. I think that's shifted over the last 20 years, mm-hmm. and I think it will keep shifting. But I'm just saying, it's like if you were an athlete and you were a guy in my when I was growing up, and you in, in element, you had street cred right away. Like that mm-hmm. was like you you had some power on the playground. Like I'm not sure yeah. it's the same. Um, but it's, okay, so so Texas was your longest stay. It looked like. Well, well, actually, in Indiana, I guess technically was. Cause I was at the school for nine years and seven years coaching on the girls side. Uh, but yeah, so I uh, got here to Texas again, um, similar situation, you know, uh, the, the program had had some success in the past. Um, and then a kind of the longtime coach that really started the program, he retired. Uh, and then they went through a period of just a lot of coaching turnover um, you know, every coach lasting maybe one to maybe three years. And that kills uh, a program that kills. A yeah. Program. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and then, um, you know, football is big in Texas and especially in East Texas, you know, <laughs> oh my, I'm making a funny face for those of you that, right. that were listening. It's like, are you like Texas? It's like Indiana basketball is like Texas. Yes. football. Yes. Yeah. I remember Durban. Yeah, during my interview, uh, someone was looking at my resume and they said, hey, we we see, you know, you coached in Indiana and you coached in a lot of places where basketball, you know, 
they love basketball. And he's like, well, you know, Texas is big here. And I was like, oh, football is big here in Texas. I was like, yes, I'm aware of that. I think a school our size could be good at both, you know. <laughs> so, uh, But they just wanted to make sure uh, I knew what time it was, I guess, coming in. But, no, it, 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 it was great. Um, and But so, again, same thing. Um, first year, we – I mean, we were – we're just a bad basketball program. And, you know, we just had to find an identity, lay the foundation. Um, you know, football was good here. Track was really good here and stuff like that. And so, and baseball was solid. And so basketball just, you know, it, it was tough. And the way Texas crunches basketball season, you know, football's still going on. And then baseball starts. They get out there in late January. Well, yeah, it's so Texas. It's like, you can play. It's like – I think right. I think the snow just melted in Wisconsin for the baseball team. Just yeah, like middle of June, so, you know, it's like crazy. Yeah. So again, went from you know one year, one win my first year, um, but had some young guys that were committed and were buying into what we were trying to be and who we were trying to be as a program. To um, you know, in year four, you know, we won fourteen games, made the playoffs, won a playoff game, which was the first. Um, playoff win in probably like seven or eight years for the program so you had uh, so it's weird because i have a coach in california you have to make the playoffs like you have to yes not everyone makes the playoffs yeah so in texas and ohio i want to say you had to qualify for the playoffs um but then in indiana and i love this in indiana it's the everyone's in it's a random draw and and you play it out uh, which I thought was always fun. Right. Everybody in Wisconsin makes it like everybody. Yeah. Like, I think that's a, it, first of all, from a high, from a coach, high school coaching standpoint, it's a second life. Like it's yes. a, it, yes. you know what I mean? It's like, I would love if the NCAA could figure a way to do that. Like, mm, yeah. you know, let everyone in, let's go. You know, that'd be interesting. Yeah. I mean, they could do it. It would be like, you know, like Duke would not play for the first week and a half. I mean, I'm just right. saying the top, 64 teams would get buys yeah but um i'm just surprised they haven't done it from a money standpoint like let everybody in you know but um and then reseed it once it gets down to 64 or whatever it is but right sure it's some sort of logistical problem um yeah all right keep going coach yeah yeah so so i mean so so that kind of brings it to so everywhere i've been you know you know i've been fortunate enough to uh, be able to, again, so same thing here in Texas, you know, we went from varsity, barely JV to, you know, varsity, JV and freshman teams. And so again, for, uh, you know, a school our size, that's, that says a lot and more kids are having opportunities to play basketball developed. There's a buzz around basketball. Um, and so I just finished up my fifth year, which is my last year here in Texas as, as I'm transitioning out. And so I kind of, Put that a little bit in your notes. Um, yeah. So, so what's happening with that? Yeah, everybody. So, hope you enjoyed that. If you want to hear more of these, <laughs> go over and uh, join teachhoops.com. A uh, 14 day free trial allows us, allows us to do this and then subscribe, like jump up and down, do whatever you got to do. Um, tell us how, tell us what you want to hear in the future. Steve at teachhoops.com. All right. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.